0: What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more. Ah, slash, am I the butthole? (laughs) If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below, so please feel free to use them. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. You'll be super helping me out by doing so. And let's just crack straight on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now our first story comes from a noun wake. Am I the asshole for revealing my pregnancy at a family funeral? My 29 female husband, 32 male brother tragically passed away two weeks ago after a very short lived illness. While he was still ill in May, my husband and I discovered I was around six weeks pregnant. We suffered a miscarriage previously so we chose not to say anything as we felt the family's focus should be on his brother and sister-in-law and we weren't convinced the pregnancy would viable. Well then made it to 12 and a half weeks and went for a scan and under normal circumstances would have told the family. However his brother's health had taken a serious turn for the worse and we did not think it was the right time and agreed to wait as long as we can before revealing anything so as not to cause additional pain or stress. Even now at 15 weeks, I still only look slightly bloated, so we could have kept it hidden a while longer, I imagine. His brother sadly passed away only five days after our scan. Because of the current situation with the world, it was only a small funeral with a wake of around 25 close family members at my mother-in-law's home. At the wake, everyone was having a drink and I was carefully only having Diet Coke to look like it was a vodka Coke. My husband was always the one to replenish my drinks. Then my mother-in-law brought out a few bottles of my brother-in-law's favorite wine and poured everyone a glass. I took a glass as not to raise suspicion and just pretended to sip it. My sister-in-law noticed my wine wasn't going down then spotted my husband and I swapping glasses. I now know she had already suspected the pregnancy and fairly loudly asked why I wouldn't drink her husband's favorite wine in his honor. I panicked and said I was drinking it it was just slowly to savor it. Everyone's attention was then on us, and she started shaking her head and saying, I can't believe you'd do this. My mother-in-law hurried over and took my husband and I out to the garden and asked if we were pregnant. We admitted we were, as we tried to explain, she cut us off and simply said, I had to leave. My husband said he would leave with me if she made me go, and she sighed and said, leave then, and went back inside. So we left and in the past week have made several attempts to contact his parents and family and have received barely any response. My husband now thinks we should have just lied and said we weren't pregnant, but I'm not sure that would have even worked. Am I the asshole for revealing the pregnancy instead of lying? And there was an ETA to answer some of the questions and it said, My sister-in-law began to suspect we were pregnant just over a month ago. We're not sure what tipped her off. At the funeral, she wasn't aware how far along I was and assumed the timing matched up that we had tried for a baby deliberately when his brother became ill. I'm not sure why we would have done this. She did know we'd been trying previously but then stopped due to the miscarriage. It's also an unspoken truth that everybody knew she wanted to try for another baby. They have two boys and she wanted a girl, but her husband was happy with two. I'm not sure if that's played a part into her reaction, but it is possible. At the funeral, she had a couple of drinks by the time the wine came out. Everyone had and was understandably distraught with everything that's happened. So when she realized I wasn't drinking, it confirmed to her that she had been right and she got upset. Also, the reason my mother-in-law quickly removed us from the situation is my sister-in-law had already approached her before the funeral to voice her suspicions and hurt. So she was trying to de-escalate, but didn't actually expect us to admit to the pregnancy. She thought sister-in-law was just paranoid with grief. Now, it's one of those ones where that misleading title, you, you initially read the title, Am I the Asshole for Revealing My Pregnancy at a Family Funeral? You expect that to just come out with it. Hey, everybody, guess what? I'm pregnant. But it wasn't that case at all. You tried everything in your power to, to hide the pregnancy from people, or at least keep it a secret for the time being, because you had respect for everyone's feelings whilst there. You got outed. And they made the scene about it at the same time. You're 100% not the arsehole in the situation. They're huge arseholes for the way they react, reacting. And sure, it could be grief that is playing a part. As we always say, grief affects people in different ways. But there's no reason for them to chuck you out of a family event when you was outed. It makes no sense to me. Absolutely not the arsehole. And ugh, need a username says, reading the title, I was set to say yes, but absolutely not the arsehole. You tried to be discreet. Sister-in-law is the one who drew attention to it. Stop trying to contact his family. You did nothing wrong. They owe you an apology. And Anatoch ghost says, not the arsehole. I can't believe you'd do this. Then it says, do what? Be silently pregnant and do everything in your power to hide it. And ugh, what 22 says, not the arsehole. Your title is misleading. You didn't reveal that you were pregnant. You were outed by your sister-in-law. It's not your fault they asked. If you had just said, hey, I'm preggers, that'd be different, but you were outed, so it's not your fault at all. And AAM says, not the arsehole, I mean, huh? They brought it up. They assumed and asked you then made a scene about it. I don't give two shits about their grief. It doesn't justify being an asshole about something you were actually hiding. And unicorn Kate Queen says, not the asshole, you did everything you could to hide it. You accepted a glass and carefully switched it around. You made sure that your husband prepared everything else for you to look alcoholic. And you only revealed it when you were alone with your mother-in-law and she directly asked you. I don't know what else you could have done. Lying about it wouldn't have helped, as they already suspected. Your sister-in-law is the one who pointed it out to others. She should have stayed quiet. It's none of her business why you aren't drinking. She obviously noticed you trying to keep it a secret by swapping the glasses. She's the asshole. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? Do you think there could be more to it? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Throwaway Bad Barbecue. Am I the asshole for not wanting to buy a new engagement ring for my 35 male fiance, 33 female, after she saw what our newly engaged friend's ring looked like and how much it cost? My fiance, Kate, 33 female, and I, 35 male, got engaged last summer. Wedding is set for November. My friend Aaron, 35 male, just proposed to his girlfriend Amber, 30 female, at the end of June we had a 4th of july party at their house monday and everything was going great at the party kate and the other women there asked to see the ring there were loads of oohs and ahs amongst the group when Kate asked what kind of stones were in the ring amber said the band had 40 diamonds and the center one was a one carat diamond 41 diamonds and three carats total technically a solitaire with an elaborate band and no halo i'm confused already kate said that wasn't possible on their budget Amber looked at her ring and said it looked like diamonds to her. But Kate brought up how their budget was $1,500 like ours was for Kate's ring and Aaron must have gotten cheated. Kate's ring is a half a carat solitaire. I was confused too as I and another friend went with him to pick out the ring since our budgets were similar and I noticed immediately that it was not the ring he picked out with us. Though I said nothing. Aaron told Kate he spent $6,000 on the ring and he never intended to stay in budget since he could afford much more he said amber deserved the best and wanted to surprise her with both the proposal and ring aaron took out the card that came with the ring with a spec from his wallet confirming they are diamonds aaron said he only brought us to make sure it was a surprise and there was no way amber would find out what he was up to amber is very money conscious so aaron explained that he'd been saving since their third date for the ring and paid in cash they've been together for two years Fast forward a couple of hours, Kate and I are driving home when she mentioned the ring and how romantic Aaron was to save for a special ring. She asked why I didn't do what Aaron did, which is get her something I knew she'd love and not be focused on budgets. Personally, I don't like large flashy diamond rings. They look gaudy and I think they're a waste of money. I told her she was envious that Amber's ring is twice the size of hers and flashy, but it's not a big deal. Kate said she should get a different ring that shows how I feel. I said no, the ring she has already does that and was in our budget we agreed on. She said she's envious not of the ring, but that Amber is with someone that is more focused on her personal value, not budgets. I snapped and said she should try to find someone like Aaron then, since my ring wasn't good enough. It's been frosty in the house since. I'm not sure what to do here. She'd never mentioned the size of her ring till now. Oh dear, and this has been our biggest disagreement in the four years we've been together i can count on one hand how many fights we've had i feel like i should get another ring but i'm also angry that she feels the one i bought is no longer good enough am i the asshole for my response to kate and for refusing to get her a new ring now first i was surprised at the actual the absolute cheek of her to talk about amber's ring initially and talking about how much it cost and the money matters and all that kind of thing and the guy actually had to prove himself i was like what the hell that's not normal behavior to me but yeah this one's definitely a not the arsehole for me but i'm really interested to see what the comments are going to say on this one from rhino sorcery who says not the arsehole obviously Also for future reference, Kate should know that on the day of someone's proposal, suggesting that the ring is fake and asking lots of questions about how much it costs really isn't the done thing. Learning little tidbits of proper behavior like that will make her appear much classier than a two-carat ring ever will. And Thread Herring says, Not the asshole, but to be honest, it sounds like your partner isn't actually upset about rings. She's upset that she's witnessed a relationship dynamic where a partner has done something she perceives as incredibly thoughtful. And maybe the issue is that she wishes an event of similar thoughtfulness happened to her. Speak to her honestly about it. Look at how you both give and receive love. It might not be that she wants a gift per se, but recognizes the romance and thoughtfulness in his gesture. And given you sound incredibly practical, not a bad thing at all. Maybe this is something she is missing see if you can come to a compromise you don't need to spend 6k on a ring but you can do smaller things that meet the criteria for a need if you have a little extra budget maybe make a fund you can use for surprise dinners and little treats it doesn't even need to cost money to be honest cups of tea i didn't ask for a rose from the garden are a little thoughtful gestures that tied me over for weeks Sorry, that's super advicey, but it's not about the cash. This is a great opportunity to actually sit down and communicate both of your needs with each other and your expectations around romance, gifts, thoughtfulness, communication, affection. And Snowflake1013 says, your fiance. She said she's envious, not of the ring, but that Amber is with someone that is more focused on her personal value, not budgets. You, if you need a ring to validate how I feel about you, a ring you were happy with until you saw Amber's, then I'm afraid I will never be enough for you. Please think about what you're saying to me about Amber's ring going forward. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood f- And puns are how I roll says, not the arsehole, dude. You should take this moment to reflect on the relationship because this is a massive red flag here. What's next? If one of her friends buys a bigger house, is she going to want an even bigger one? How shallow and materialistic could she be? Because she sounds pretty shallow. Run, my dude. And Eastern Water says, not the arsehole. I'm shocked how rude Kate was when she saw Amber's ring. How inappropriate. I think she absolutely is jealous of the ring and is trying to guilt you here. And we'll have one more from Cadmius Kane, saying, not the arsehole. But you were wrong to snap at her without making a serious effort to understand how she feels. From the way you've told the story, it's not really about the price of the ring. It's that Aaron went all out to make Amber feel special. Whereas you focused on a budget. You were pragmatic, but he was romantic. I'm married and my wife and I tend to be more pragmatic as well. Keeping up with the Joneses is an expensive hobby. But from time to time, you also want to show your wife how much you care. You can find other ways to show that without spending 6k on jewelry. Edit, I'm assuming it's not actually about the envy and money, but if it is actually about the envy and money, that's a red flag on your fiance's character to me. Now, how do you guys feel about this story? Let me know your thoughts in the comment below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from Cool Piggy. Am I the arsehole for sticking my date with the bill? Yeah, it sounds bad, but hear me out first, please. A few days ago, I had a first date with someone I met on Tinder. We met at a restaurant for lunch and when we walked in, they asked us if we wanted a smoking or non-smoking space. Out of habit, I said non-smoking, but she said she wanted smoking. We're in a country that is about to ban all smoking indoors, so most restaurants have already made the switch. So even getting the option surprised me and I just assumed she didn't smoke for some reason. Important to note that I hate the smell of smoking to the point where I start sneezing uncontrollably if it's too much. I think it's just a disgusting habit. So anyway, we look at each other and I tell her I don't smoke. She says, well, I do. But she is also pretty hot. So that was a tiebreaker. Yes, I'm an idiot. So we sit down and she immediately lights up. I try to ignore it and tell myself that as long as she doesn't smoke while we're eating, I can power through. Food comes out and sure enough, she smokes while she's eating. I ask her if she could wait until we're done eating and just laughs it off and lights another cigarette while staring at me and smiling. So I just realized this wasn't going to work and she was obviously smoking even more just to mess with me. I grabbed my phone and said I had a call and said I'll be back, then walked out and blocked her on everything. I assume she had to pay, but haven't had any contact. The bill would not have been much, maybe $30. So yeah, she got stuck with the bill, but I think she deserved it. Am I the arsehole for walking out and sticking her with the bill? Why can't no one tell each other on dates if they're not getting on? I just don't understand. Yes, you're gonna be the asshole in this for sneaking out of a date. Not for leaving a date. If you want to leave a date, that's absolutely fine. But always tell the person that you're with, look, I don't think this is gonna work out. Here's half my money. I'm off kind of thing. You're, in your, you're perfectly right to do that if you want to. But to just sneak out, leave it with a bill as well. That's a massive arsehole move in my opinion. But we'll move to the comments to see what they say. But RLK Griffiths says, yeah, you're the arsehole. Not for the realizing that this will work, but for leaving mid-date with no warning and not even taking 30 seconds to throw the server $15 on your way out. Do better and the unwritten script says you're the arsehole you agreed to sit in smoking If you felt that strongly about not being around smoking at all you should have spoken up but you didn't but to ditch someone with a build because you decided their hotness wasn't worth the smoking arsehole territory you could have gone to the bathroom tracked the waiter down paid then snuck out jeeperscreepers74 says i was gonna go with everyone sucks but you're the arsehole at least smoking hot was honest about who she is you didn't even have the nerve to tell her this isn't gonna work but snuck out of there like a frightened mouse sticking it with a bill and a bit of public embarrassment in the process and mikey weasel says you're the arsehole not for leaving the date that's fine but for leaving it with a bill you should have made some effort to pay your share of the bill before you left The ghoul queen says, I hate smoking too, but still you're the arsehole for leaving her with the bill. You could have just been honest and said it's not working out. Throw some cash on the table and leave. But you walking out like that was super rude. And one more from Adept1 who says, you're the arsehole. There was a graceful way of ending the date and there was what you did. Now, have you guys ever been in a similar situation on a date? Did you just walk out and leave? Did you pay? How did you deal with it? Let me know in the comments below and we move on to the next story. And our next story comes from just keep it quiet am i the asshole for feeling indifferent about my godmother possibly dying for background infos my godmother is filthy rich rich as in her father is a swiss banker who invested in the stock market kind of rich she never worked a single day in her life the problem was that she only cared about food in and of itself that wouldn't be a problem but it severely affected her health she was heavily obese did no physical activity only cared about food and didn't take criticism if you asked her about her health, her answer was always, everything is great, even though it obviously wasn't. My parents have been friends with her for over 30 years and kept on begging her to change her lifestyle. My mum offered her healthy food recipes. My godmother doesn't cook herself. And my dad offered to give her his spare home gym equipment. My godmother doesn't really walk. She drives everywhere, even the 50 meters to get the mail. But she always said she doesn't need it and made excuses. Then a few years ago, she had an attack epilepsy i think was hospitalized it all went downhill from there heart attacks diabetes rumor epilepsy and more her general constitution was just horrible my family and all her friends repeatedly begged her to do something about it but she vehemently ignored everyone for years then we got the call from her dad a few days ago that she's in hospital and then yesterday the update that she had a severe internal bleeding then they had to take out a uterus. Her heart stopped and she had to be reanimated and had a kidney failure. Now she's in a coma or at least not awake. We have to wait for more updates from her father. I heard all this and just felt nothing. I knew her my whole life, over 20 years, but because she never changed her lifestyle, this is something that was inevitable. I can't bring myself to be sad about it. In fact, in the back of my head, I was just waiting for a day, a call like this came. Even if she survives, it won't be like nothing happened her condition is too bad for that she's 55 by the way an age where you should not have all those problems an age where most of her problems are preventable so i just shrugged and said okay when my parents told me now i'm being called cold and heartless for my reaction by our extended family who was present my parents understand my reaction but my aunt was visibly angry with me and one of my cousins who she's also godmother to called me disgusting for not being sad am i the asshole? Edit. some folks suggested i add this my parents had a similar reaction to mine mostly because they felt resignation as well we tried to help but nothing ever got through to her also me and my extended family don't get along they're religious and don't like me for being lgbt plus so i never make an effort to empathize with them in the first place Now, I'm gonna start off with one comment that I spotted and I thought it's pretty relevant. And it's from MM172 who says, no one's an arsehole here. Honestly, I don't think you don't have any feelings about this. You seem pretty angry that she's dying in a way you feel could have been prevented, which is a valid thing to feel. Even if there's no good way to express it to your family who are just sad, just be there for them as the best as you can and be sympathetic to their pain. And I think I can relate to this in some kind of way. When my mother was passing away and she was ill and she was told, you know, she was told years and years before about her health condition, about her hip sort of going and the way and the way her lifestyle was with her drinking and smoking. And she didn't help herself. And so it was always inevitable to me that something bad was going to happen at some point. And so when she did pass away, yes, I was sad in some ways, but I also felt pretty numb towards the whole thing at the same time and it wasn't that i didn't care it was more that i was angry that it was preventable that she could have done something to help herself and then i had to watch my dad suffer and cry and all that kind of thing and it broke my heart to see that more than anything really so on the back of MM172's comment, yes, anger is a, a totally valid feeling. It's not that I don't love my mum or wish she was still here or anything like that. But I do feel anger to the way she just sort of went about her life and didn't help herself. Even me begging her to do something about it and didn't do anything. Yeah, it was very, very frustrating. I still love it to bits, mind you. I, I'm not heartless, but, you know, I, it did make me angry. But OP also replied to that comment saying, that's actually pretty accurate. Now I think about it. Anger seems like the closest thing to, to what I felt, or maybe frustration, I guess. But yes, you're also right. I have to be more aware of how other people might feel. Not everyone reacts the same way after all. But nine, OKM says, edit soft, you're the arsehole. It's not how you personally feel that matters in these situations, it's how you express yourself. Show some empathy towards those that do care. And Crazy How That Works says, you're the arsehole, I'm autistic, and when I was a teenager, I didn't really understand so much that just because I don't care about something doesn't mean that I shouldn't care, that others care about it. I suggest practicing empathy by apologizing to your parents for the way you responded. Megami says, no one's an arsehole here. I had an uncle who was just, say, let's say a drain on the family, to put it nicely. When he passed, I was relieved, because now my family didn't have to deal with him anymore because he was always leeching off of us. He managed to make it into town. He was constantly drunk at his own mother's funeral, hit on me when I was just 13 years old. I knew he dug his own grave with his lifestyle, but I knew there were some people who cared for him somehow. I did ask my dad how he felt. He was just as relieved as I was, and that was his own brother. I respected that. You feel how you feel when someone you are not really emotionally connected to dies. No one reacts the same way to death. It doesn't mean that you are heartless. It could just mean other things you haven't actually had the time to process yet in your own mind. At least your parents understand how you feel. You've got that going for you, but do remember this though, try to respect others' feelings of grief when she does pass on. Just because you may or may not feel a certain way does not mean others do, so just be mindful of that. Now, what do you guys make of this story and have you had a similar experience? I would love to know your thoughts in the comments below and your verdicts on all of today's stories if you have a moment to share them. A huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending 20 minutes or so with the channel and getting involved today, and I hope I see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.